0: The Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same-game parlays to live in game woods. Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100 and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. State restrictions apply. Welcome everybody to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford's coming to you from a slightly miserable Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Uh Joining me uh, as ever. In fact, I've got, I've got to get the date right tonight because uh, Scotty Too Hoty Rachelle complained uh, that he was going to find me. Today is Monday, February the twenty seventh, and we are here at the handicap. A few Premier League games midweek. We've got some midweek stuff. Uh, there's two Premier League games and there's FA Cup games. Something in bars picked out as well. Uh, joining us um, with another two pound in the pot tonight, taking the total up to eight. Uh, only two minutes late, Barry. Uh, good evening. How you doing?
1: Not bad. Um, Not bad. that's—I well, uh, mean—that's probably stretching it a bit. That uh, <laughs> bad I'm, is the answer. I'm I'm, I'm, fuck, I'm fucking knackered. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we both said as we come on here, yeah, how, how are we doing? I'm both physically and emotionally drained from the weekend. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, I'm struggling. I went for a nap about seven o'clock tonight, um, and I resurfaced at nine o'clock.
0: Oh, good effort. Uh, it
1: turned into a two-hour, two-hour nap this evening. Like. Um, so yeah, I had, a, yeah I had a late late one last night, late train back, so didn't get back till about half twelve. Taxi home after one o'clock when I got in last night, and it'd been a long old weekend. So I am, I am suffering a bit today. but Yeah, yeah, I got about an hour away from home today. It's like a five-hour drive back,
0: and honestly, I said to me, dad, I feel like I've been away for about three weeks?" Obviously, we only left on, but did we leave Saturday morning? Yeah. yeah yeah we left on Saturday morning back Monday afternoon I feel like I've been on a tour of duty. like uh, <laughs> it's been it's been emotionally and physically uh, you might remember buzz and the listeners about three Saturdays ago um there was a large Iranian man sliced a hole in my testicles and pummeled them for 25 minutes <laughs> to within an inch of their life I had more fun that. Day bars than I did this weekend I'm going to be honest with you I've hated every minute of it I did warn you all last week if I had the option of what to do again I'd go back and say that Iranian fella and say slice away my friend um, yeah I've had an awful time I didn't enjoy it anyway I was dreading it before we went I was a proper full on miserable fashion um, yeah it was the, the old men were hard work <laughs> For some points were okay um, Saturday night we had a bit of a laugh um, but as the weekend went on, and then especially when the football went it up, um, yeah, I didn't, I haven't enjoyed myself, Baz. But um, how did your well, weekend I mean, go?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, with, with the exception of um, of the football, I had a really, really good weekend. Honestly, London was brilliant. I know you said you didn't fancy going into London, you didn't fancy no. the, the gas Square thing because you're a bit of a miserable cunt. But oh. honestly, I had a cracking time. I thought the atmosphere around London. You know, everywhere you went, it was like walking down Northumberland Street. You went on a train, it was like you were on the metro in Newcastle. It was just Newcastle everywhere. Um, but the atmosphere was really good, really positive. There was no sign of any trouble anywhere. Um, the Trafalgar Square thing was, was really, really, as I say, the atmosphere was, was perfect. You know, no, no animosity, no nothing. Um, it all dispersed fairly sensibly around nine o'clock. It started to quiet and down around there. Uh, and then all the bars everywhere you went, loads of singing, you never got any hassle from the door staff. The police were were, were really good with it. Um, so I, I I enjoyed all of the weekend. Everywhere we went, uh, everyone we spoke to, uh, and there was everybody there. You know, you had the old old boys, yeah, young crowd, lots of young kids there with their dads, families out. You know, got speaking to so many people around London. Everyone with their own different stories and their own different reasons for being there, but. Everyone making the most of it. It was bizarre. In London, I can tell you now, uh, I mean, obviously different for you because you were at Wembley itself, Man United fans that I saw over a two-day period in London was less than 10. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, for them, it's probably less of an occasion. You know what I mean? For us, it was the first time in years, so everyone goes down, makes a weekend of it. You know, yeah. you probably just turned up on the train, get, get to the game, watch the game, go home. Um, so it was, it was very strange seeing the... There was no interaction around London with between Newcastle fans, Man United fans, because there just wasn't any Man United fans there. That's that's not a dig at them, as I say. It just showed what a big occasion it was for us, and how everyone wanted to make make the most. Yeah.
0: I consciously, I wrote the top of my notes here, I was going to devote more than a couple of minutes to this because you could go on and on and I don't want to get dragged in. Hey, most of our listeners don't care, about, and like, I didn't want to be sort of bitter and twisted. There's loads of stuff I could say about the Man United fans and stuff, but it's nothing that hasn't been said already and that we'll also won't come across as sour grapes, and it just wasn't sour grapes at all. But uh, I think I do need to adjust my mindset of how I'm going to support Newcastle going forwards because... Ever since we scored the first goal in the semi-final, I've just been dreading it, and it's no way to live your life.
1: But it's like, it's meant to be fun. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and what I get back about it. Uh, this yeah. I was fairly. I, I felt it was almost a free hit. We arrived at a cup final a few years earlier than anybody expected, following our takeover. And I, I, if we lose it, it's, it's still it's got it's been a good season. Let's just not let it fizzle out, and, and you know, finish on a stronger. You know, we there's definitely. We need to turn turn around the former in. Um but yeah, there was no sour grapes about the result, you know. Fair fair result, best team won. Um and we didn't play a bad game. We played our game, it wasn't good enough on the day. Um very similar to a lot of our games lately where I think Eddie Howe hit a, hit, hit it right, didn't he? He said, you know, in between the boxes we were we thought we were brilliant, but in yeah. the boxes, um, you know, poor defending for their goal. And we weren't clinical enough when we did get a chance and we didn't Create enough chances for the amount of possession we did have in the game, um, and I think it was spot on. But oh, man, you played, played well, didn't? You? Defensively yeah. solid, kept us really quiet, um, and, and, and you know fully deserved the win. As you say, there's nothing, there's no complaints. I don't think from anyone was there. We we, we can't point to anything. Carriers didn't have a nightmare. No players had an absolute stinker there. We just we lost the game fair and square at the end of it, didn't we?
0: Yeah, absolutely. We'll get we'll get onto our bets in a few minutes. There was one other thing that I've just been laughing about. It is about 10 minutes before kickoff, I kind of, I tried to have a moment with my dad because my dad had the same, I mean, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Like He was in the same mindset as me, you know. He didn't want to go either. <laughs> so we're both sitting there and they're, they're playing the songs, the national anthem and the, all the flags and stuff and the whole end's black and white and it looks beautiful. And I said to him, I said, listen, father, I said, we're not, here. like, this is why we're here. We've, you know, we've had a night out. You're with your friends. Me and you, we've come together. And have a look around, you know, have a look. Be proud of you. Be proud of the city. Be proud of what we've done. Um, be proud that we're just here. I said, it's not about the winning or losing. And he just looked at me and he went, it fucking is. <laughs> so that just didn't wash at all. So Big Al wasn't having any emotional uh Emotional connection. He just wanted to win. Like, yeah. and um,
1: I mean, was, I, I put out on Twitter last night. Uh, you know, in a drunken state. You know, there is a lot to be proud of as a Newcastle fan at the minute. So proud of the club. Proud of the players. You know, the, the effort they put in was was there. And the fans, as I say, they held themselves really well around London. And, and look, although I, I heard the atmosphere wasn't brilliant at Wembley, no. Nope. But to see everyone reacting the way they did towards the full time whistle, like there's not many fans that would still be getting behind the team like that that 2-0 down just lost the cup final so
0: you know better days yeah. to come uh, I mean in terms of my picks I, I made a case for a 1-1 draw I get, it was kind of part ruling hedgie. Really. I made a case for a 1-1 draw got most of that wrong however um, what I did give out Baz, was cards uh, yes. the line was at 3.5 which we were stunned at um, took the over finished on nine Baz believe it or not so up the ladder we haven't been up the ladder for a while um, we didn't get the Bruno double but, but well I, uh, I name checked four players and two of them were the two Brunos who didn't get booked like who did Joe Linton
1: uh, and Fabian no, Shaw Bruno, Bruno, Bruno didn't he, booked. he did a, did he, he got he? booked in the first half he didn't yeah, I thought he was the first card out
0: No, he didn't get booked No, Dalot got
1: booked no, um, looked, Yeah, you're right It must have looked like it to me on the TV I thought it was him getting booked And it was Dallo. I didn't realise Dallo got booked that early on
0: Oddly enough, one of my mates, Scooter Messaged me that night Saying, I need your expertise on this He'd put a build your own bet on um, With players to get booked Three or four of them One of which was Bruno Fernandes They paid him out He bet five. fiver they paid him out 350 quid well,
1: And he said, Bruno Fernandes didn't get booked, what should I do with this? Said, on the, you know what, on the TV, I'm almost certain they, they called it a Bruno booking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I don't think it was that, Dallow one. It was the first half, it might have been the one that shows us Fred now. Um, I think it was arguing, yeah. it was what it was over, but I'm almost certain on the TV it, it looked as if Bruno had got booked. Because I, I had the back both the Bruno, looked at both the Brunas, like you pointed out, and... Um, Obviously, I thought that was the first one in, so yeah. Only now I've realised he didn't. Yeah. yeah, well, I think
0: obviously Bet Three Six Five told him because they paid scooter out. He then I told him to withdraw it and not log in for a few days, like so. Yeah. Um, he, he's good as good, but yeah, I gave out Joe Linton at thirty to five, and Fabian Shaw. They were the two of the four I named. Check, so we got up to nine on that. Um, so that was good, and then both teams to get two cards. passed was the other play I gave out. Yeah. Uh, Thirteen to eight plus one sixty-two. So. Um, kinda of did all right on there. Your main pick was the under two and a half goals, which was uh which was a nice touch. Did you have anything else? Um
1: no, I think I had mentioned the corners as well, though. Newcastle you could get it over four point five on the corners and they went to six. So again, you know decent decent ones there. Um see, I mean the I didn't really want to go anywhere on the money line. I did see, I thought Given the current form, Manu were a good price. Yeah, yeah I wasn't I wasn't gonna put Manu out as me, me pick, I just couldn't. Uh but I went with the Unders uh, and 2 0 down in that first half. I thought I was doomed, but uh never really looked like being another goal, did there? Maybe there's a couple of chances for Manu on the break later on, but yeah, the unders, unders hit, So, Yeah, I think from our picks we've done okay. Certainly that cords was a was a great angle um and loads to get there. If you if you'd picked doubles or trebles on a lot of the, the, the as you see you look at the names in there you'd mentioned a few of them but also you know players like Casemiro uh, yeah. Dallow and Shaw the fullbacks. I, I, I did think whoever was marking out uh, San Maxim would be yeah. would be a good shot record it turned out to be Dallow I thought it was going to be Wamba bissaka I don't know why I was
0: Well both of the them board. got booked
1: I think didn't they um, did Wan-Bissaka, Wan-Bissaka not get booked later on um, but I mean Dallow got booked in t- 10 minutes didn't he for a foul yeah. San Maximin. So. Um, yeah.
0: So there you go. We'll put that one to bed then. Um, we spent a few more minutes on it than I'll plan on, but yeah, um, thoroughly miserable weekend. Congratulations to Manchester United. Uh, fingers crossed, uh, we'll be back. Um Newcastle United. Better days ahead, Baz. Um, tell you about our official online sports book, the win bet of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, been active in a bunch of states. And tons of ways to win, including live and same-game parlays, which is the build-your-own-bet feature. Uh, March Madness is almost, yeah, we'll be ready for us first half-unders. We've started talking about that too. Um Plenty of ways to win on the NBA, NHL and XFL. Sign up today to receive a special offer, bet 100 and get 100, which is limited to state avail- availability. And if uh, you hit the biggest long-shot party of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. Head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you sportsgamblingpodcast.com Podcast.com slash WYNNBET. Offer subject to change. Of T's and C's at WinBet.com must be 2100 present in the state where pay through WinBet is available. If you are someone who has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. The SGP and merch store continues to add new items to the store every day. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get your favourite shirts, hats, sweats, and hoodies, etc. Okay. Um So, yeah, the Premier League then, Baz, um, we did all right. It was eight games. Um, I think we returned, on the eight games, we both returned well over 10 units. Uh, So, sort of 25, 30% return on investment. And, Baz, um, as much as we're not in the business of uh, patting each other on the back too much, we've had a, we've strung together three or four winning shows now, three or four winning weeks. And we've just seen, you know, uh, it is hard. It's a hard league, but, the more you look at it, the more we're analysing. I think i are seeing things clearly, and it's been a tricky, uh, a tricky run of weeks as well. We've had some really, really good picks, um, so I'm really pleased with how things are going. I haven't been on the Discord channel much this weekend. I've been away, but I'm sure there was plenty, plenty wins, and, and other people are chirping up. So, um, yeah, let's keep this run going. The show's hot. Uh, we've both been doing well.
1: I uh, started yeah, on Friday. It, night. It, oh, sorry, it, guys, you. I, I think you know most weeks now we're, we're at least breaking even on our, our picks, and, and it is a time where it's a hard league to predict at the moment. You know you can't rely on the likes of Man City and Liverpool from week to week. Chelsea, Spurs, the same. It's becoming a very, very unpredictable league this year. And uh, as you say, to to be hitting hitting profits this week, and and as you say, several weeks in a row now on on our sort of main picks is uh, is really good stuff. So. So yeah,
0: we, we started off on uh, Friday night, teams forever ago. Fulham won Wolves one. I uh, took the draw at plus two twenty-five, great price, nine to four. Um delighted with that pick. Um because I was in on Wolves and they'd let us down the week before against Bournemouth. Um, but I stuck with them, uh, stuck with what I'd seen, and also knowing that they'd never win. Uh so the combination of those two things led you to the draw, precisely what happened. Um So that cast, um, you also won, Baz, a little bit Yeah, You took the under two and a half, uh, which was and Fulham. We've said Fulham have turned into uh, machines for going under two and a half now. So you were off the mark as well with an 8-11 to winner. Uh, So that was a nice one. Um, Saturday lunchtime, uh, Everton, sorry, these were all three o'clock actually. Everton nil, Aston Villa two. Uh, I took Aston Villa two to one, didn't want any part of Everton. And I thought Villa had been unlucky. Um, in the last couple of games, particularly against Arsenal. And sure enough, got the job done. Um, so that was a great pick. Um really enjoyed that one. But as you
1: took the overs, um, yeah. I think you were we maybe have... thinking Everton
0: would get on the score sheet for you and they couldn't.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've got to say, I'd said to you before the show, I didn't watch barely any football all weekend other than now again yeah. because I was just mainly drinking and singing for the whole weekend. Um, <laughs> so I've been looking back at some of the, the sort of... Fixtures, the scores and the stats and stuff. It looked. I mean, I you know, looking looking at stats, you don't always get the full story. But XG for the game, one point seven for Everton in this game. And I read uh, that guy yeah. said that the score wasn't really reflective of their performance, flat at Aston Villa a little bit. So, so maybe a little bit. They had fifteen shots on goal, um, five shots on target. Everton. So I think I might have been a little bit unlucky. They didn't get on the score sheet. But having not watched the game, I'm not going to moan about it too much because, you know.
0: Yep. Uh, it was quite quite a few of these were sort of big tense affairs on Saturday afternoon and uh, Leeds United won Southampton nil we both took Leeds on the money line um, slightly uh, minus money minus 105 18 and 19 but yeah team ride on that one um, horrible goal but I think Leeds probably deserved it before they did score a horrible goal um, so yeah that was another uh, another double tick and then this one let us down Baz but are kind of mitigating circumstances. Leicester nil, Arsenal 1. We both took Leicester, but then the team news came out and there was no James Madison. Um, and Leicester City are James Madison at the moment. He's what yeah. gives them a chance. So uh, that kind of knocked everything up. You had him down as your scorer and everything, Baz. But um, Arsenal, having got turned over by Manchester City a couple of weeks ago, and a lot of people were predicting they might uh, collapse like a house of cards, they fought back a two. Two away wins in a row, by. so so um, Arsenal have steadied the ship quite impressively.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, they've steadied the ship in terms of results. I don't know how impressive they've been in the two games. but OK. Um, you know, but one, well, they haven't collapsed, you know what I mean? They haven't. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, they'll be delighted with the way it's turned out and especially with City having dropped points again last week. Um, yeah, I mean, as you say... If Madison's not in that team, we said it a few weeks ago, that like Madison changes them. Um, you know, he was a catalyst for their turnaround in Fortunes recently. And I was sat on the train down to London, actually, and a couple of I will, an old couple in their 60s gets on with a Leicester scarf on because my train goes ah. through Leicester. So they were on the way at the Arsenal game. I got chatting to them. said, oh, I fancy is I'll give you a chance today. And he said, oh... Depends, doesn't it? He says Madison might be injured. I was like, oh, really? I didn't know anything about it, but apparently Friday it was announced uh, he was a doubt. He was a late fitness test. And as soon as he's not in the team, there's no way I would have been taking Leicester in that game. And uh, again, didn't see the game. Looked at the stats today. Uh, Leicester's XG on that game, 0.02. Wow, that's incredibly Uh, bad. Yeah, um, one one shot off target all game. Um, Dear. So yeah.
0: Poor. Yeah, that's not gonna that's not gonna cash you an underdog. Uh West Ham 4, Nottingham Forest nil. We were both miles away on this pass. You took the under two and a half. I took both teams to score. However, this was a bit of a weird game because I think it was nil nil after seventy minutes. So your under two and a half was looking good. Forest was shite, never looked like scoring. In hindsight, probably should have known better because they're away from is for us so yeah, good win for West Ham. who have been been—they're uh, going to drag themselves away from relegation. I still don't fancy us much at all. Like I don't know what they've got. They—they they need to win, they'll win some home games against bad teams, which is how they've uh, picked up points all season, really. Um, the tea time game was born with Manchester City four. Um, both teams to score. Baz, take it to the bank with Manchester City. Uh, another one. I know Bournemouth. I mean, it was four 0 and Bournemouth got a goal late on. Um, but I went back to the bet that would been good to me for the last month or so. And sure enough, there you go again. Price of minus 105. Uh, and you took Man City on the handicap bars. This was easy money, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I said, said to you in a game, I, you know, Man City cannot keep a clean sheet, I said on the last show, sorry. Um, I said, so you've got to expect Bournemouth to score and then can Man City score three? Uh, unfortunately for me, they scored three in the first half. Uh, and at that point, the handicap's home and hosed, isn't it? Um, wasn't long in the second half before they went 4-0 up. So, yeah, very easy for a handicap bet there. um And, yeah, frustrating with the, the clean sheets. As a fantasy football player who has Edison as their goalkeeper, <laughs> I don't <laughs> really have the transfers to waste on a goalkeeper change at the moment. There's other priorities. So, I've just had to keep persevering with them. Like, And it's been an awful, like, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Well, yeah that's not well, a yeah, good, good
1: win for both of us as you say both teams to score there you know fading Man, Man City for a clean sheet against a team like Bournemouth yeah, that's a fairly fairly ballsy move and it paid off because Man City can't do it again yeah
0: you maybe should have jettisoned four points Baz to uh, to get a new goalie in yeah, you maybe. need to bite the bullet uh, the evening game Crystal Palace 0 Liverpool nil. biggest trust of the weekend here I had goals for everybody on both halves um Turns out there was no goals for anybody in either half. Uh, so, but this was your uh, this big winner, best, Baz. You, you took the draw. It was just a shade under 3-1. to one. So, yeah, lovely play that, Baz.
1: Yeah, it was my, my best play of the week. I was delighted with that. I, again, I didn't um, didn't get to watch much of it. I think I probably caught the last 10 minutes or so. I uh, haven't been down Trafalgar Square on a Saturday. I got myself perched in a bar at around half nine or so uh, and watched the, watched the end of it. Um, but I just thought... You know, I'd said last week, still not convinced by Liverpool. Um, I think that they've got a little bit carried away with their form, struggle on the road. Um, and I just thought they might continue to struggle there. And, and, it, and it turned out to be the case. So, yeah, just short of three to one. Good price, good outcome. Happy with that.
0: Absolutely. There was one league game on the Sunday, Tottenham 2, Chelsea nil. Um I took Tottenham on the money line. It's plus 155, uh, six to four, just about. Uh, you took the underspars. I was over the moon with this pick. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. I just knew the Chelsea players weren't interested. Um, trying to get Potter sacked. Um, and they'll keep trying, and they will get him sacked in the next two or three weeks. Um, so if you can, well, if you can find a bet on that, do it. Like because he's just down two. I watched. I saw the highlights again this afternoon. Um, yeah, and it was the most comfortable. Um, of 2-0 wins I can see it's got sent off and then was somehow reprieved which was a baffling probably the, the only baffling VAR thing I saw this weekend um, but yeah I was over the moon with this but this was a great pick uh, a new catch the under which also never really looked in doubt
1: yeah I mean it, it um, it's not failed for a while in these Spurs games at home I'd said before it was uh, six in a row Spurs games at home under uh, six games you know, consecutive for Chelsea before this one had hit the under as well. So the runs continue for for both of those sides. Um, as you say fairly easy. It was 0-0 at half time. Um, you know, one 0 early in the second half, and it wasn't till later on that they went two up. So never really looked in doubt. I was I was happy with that one. Good finish to the to the weekend. We both started off really strongly with a Friday night pick. Finished strongly with our last pick on this uh, on the Sunday as well. So yeah. Good and yeah, I must no.
0: say was it's kind of a full set. I know I had that mad Saturday afternoon a few weeks ago where I went five for five, but I was really pleased with how I read most of these things like um so the the peripheral bits, neither of our goal scorers played. You took Madison, I took Darwin Nunes. Um yes. that a
1: choice. Good, good picks there,
0: weren't they? Yeah, excellent. Money back Bas. Uh hope I break even, I need the money, is all going to told me. Um my underdog hit Aston Villa at two to one. Um and my parley, I was counting my money bars after the afternoon. Uh Aston Villa leads on the money line and then tracking Liverpool team total um to pay ten to one. Yeah, and I was uh I was I was in the queue to collect yeah, my mate. winnings and then Liverpool uh, buggered me up like so.
1: Awful. Um I mean, my parlay was was hopeless. I'm, I'm going back to team goals <laughs> next week. Because to be fair, i hit a couple of those team goals parlay's earlier in the season. Um, missed by the by a, by a single goal several times. And this week I just didn't fancy there was a few that... There wasn't too many. I, I, I couldn't find enough I fancied. So I decided to go different, both teams to score. Um, three games, not one of them hit. Um, well done. I think it was four clean sheets out of the six teams there. So... I had Everton, Villa, uh, Leicester, Arsenal, and then both teams to score. Palace, Liverpool as well. So, absolutely terrible from the both teams to score treble. Uh, I won't be doing that again.
0: Like I say, we don't mind those bars. I'd rather miss by an absolute mile. Like I'd rather go no or for, for three than two for three. Like uh, happy with that. Right, okay, well done. So that's that done. We've got. Um, See two Premier League games and then a selection of FA Cup action. I know particularly our American fans have enjoyed our little ventures into the FA Cup to the to some of the more weird and wonderful teams. Um a little bit further down the, the pyramid here, uh, here in England. Um I'll tell you all about that after I have told you about to underdog fantasy, uh your home for off-season NFL best ball drafts. Uh, but they've also got you covered for a ton of other daily games, including NBA, NHL, and PGA. Uh, Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favourite players. Um, if they're not available in your state, head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. OK, so a bit of a weird week this week. Um, two Premier League games, which are the hangovers from the Dead Queen, or they ha- um, the hangovers from Cup Finals, or I don't know why the hangovers anyway. Um, Wednesday, we have a 7.45 kickoff, off um, 2.45 Eastern time, between Arsenal and Everton. Arsenal are the 1-3, three, minus 300 favourites. The draw is 15 to 4 plus 375. Everton are 9 to 1, big dogs on the road. Um, so, yeah, these teams saw each other three weeks ago uh, in Sean Dyche's first game as Everton manager. New manager Bounce was seeing full effect. Um, Everton won that game surprisingly 1 0. Um, however, as we just alluded to whilst going through the Prem, Review Arsenal have bounced back very well, I think, in terms of results. Anyway, they haven't crumbled, which was the, really the concern because you kind of suspect that, that Arsenal have that in their makeup. Uh, they've actually bounced back from that with six points from two away games. Um, and the, the loss to City in between was kind of a you'd think that was maybe a, a bit of a morale sapping defeat for them. Um, but yeah, two away games, uh, away wins at Arsenal and at Leicester. Um, Everton. We're poor at the weekend, Um, although, as you pointed out, Baz, we're looking not to get on the score sheet. Uh, a 2-0 defeat, but I think Villa were the better team in that. And apart from that game against Arsenal, <clears throat> they haven't showed any real improvement. Um, They were beating the Liverpool quite comfortably. They did beat Leeds at home, but that was the period where Leeds couldn't beat anyone. And it was a really lucky goal that they scored uh, in a 1-0 win. And they're back in the bottom three again now after... A few, of the, uh, a few of the teams around them down at the bottom one at the weekend. So Everton have gone five in a row uh, where both teams to score has been no and under two and a half goals. So really no scoring um, in these Everton games. I think Arsenal will win this. Um, I think it's going to be quite a low-key event. Um, I can't see Everton scoring again. I just don't know where their goals are going to come from. Um, I do like Calvert-Lewin generally, but he's, A, he's been very much off the pace and then incredibly injured as well. He just doesn't like gonna, he's going to score and they've got no other options at all, really. Um, it's going to be a set piece. It's going to be a, a header from one of the centre-backs or something like that. Um, so the two options I had, Basel, both teams to score no and under two and a half goals. Uh, the under two and a half goals is a much, much better price. It's even money. Uh, plus 100 uh, for the under two and a half so that's going to be my pick I think Arsenal can see them off 2-0 I think is a great option um, which is a price of 11-2 to two, plus 550 uh, so the pick is under two and a half goals because um, I think it's going to finish Arsenal 2 Everton 0-0
1: well, I'm going to read through my notes here Malcolm but it's almost no. like you've almost read them uh, you've <laughs> already read them like honestly literally almost word for word so I've got here back to back wins for Arsenal uh, as a reverse the slide they were on uh, that was their first clean sheet in seven games at the weekend um, Everton win-lose win-lose since Dyche arrived failed to score in both of their defeats kept a clean sheet in both of their wins and I've got here both teams to score no hit in the last five under 2.5 hit in the last five Um, As I say, by all accounts, the result flat that Villa a little bit at the weekend. But the problem with Everton, is one we've known and had for a while, is scoring goals. Um, And as you say, nothing's changed on the dice on that front. Uh, They're still not scoring goals. they scored just two in the four games he's been in charge. Um, I said Arsenal haven't been scoring as highly recently. Uh, In the last five games, they, they put four past Villa in that one game, but two of those were injury time. You know, late, late goals, one into an empty net. In the other four games out of those last five, they've only scored three. Everton managed to shut them out. They only scored once against Brentford, Leicester and Man City. So they're not scoring tons of goals at the moment. I've got, here. Yeah, I think Arsenal will beat Everton here, but it'll be very tight. Um, low scoring. Uh, I consider the win to nil at evens. Um, I said exactly the same. I can see a 1-0 or a 2-0 here. Uh, but I decided to go with the unders. Neither team look to be firing, you know, massively at the moment. Everton really struggling for goals and, and unders hitting frequently. Unders at evens two point under two point five at evens for me is the plate. Okay,
0: so it's the team ride on the unders uh, for Arsenal against Everton. The second game kicks off fifteen minutes after this one, uh, eight p.m. kick off, which is three p.m. Eastern time. Between Liverpool and Wolverhampton Wanderers, Liverpool are one to two, minus two hundred. The draw is fifteen to four, plus three
1: seventy-five. Wolves are five to one. Baz, what you got? Well, this one was also played three weeks ago um, on the exact same date as that uh, Everton Arsenal. Do you play. know why they're playing this week? Is
0: it the Queen then FA Cup? It
1: there was, it's was got to a... be the Queen, hasn't it? Uh, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. There was there's there's been some games cancelled now for FA Cup or AFL Cup action, and obviously these these teams who are still in European action. There's very limited spaces to fit these sort of games into the schedule. So this is one yeah. of the few weeks where there's no European games. So it's one of the few weeks where the Liverpool and Arsenal games can be shoehorned in to get them back up to where they need to be. So um, I think, I'm assuming that's that's the case. But there were there were a couple cancelled earlier in the year, weren't there? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, this this game went ahead at Wolves back in the, the start of this month. Wolves coming out 3-0 winners in that one. Um I've got you. Uh, you know, it appears Liverpool aren't quite back after beating Everton and Newcastle. A, a few of their fans thought they were back, and, and I think it' have been sw- swiftly brought back to reality with a thrashing against Real Madrid and a you know poor draw away to Palace at the weekend. Uh, it's only two wins in the last seven in the Premier League for Liverpool: two wins, two draws, three losses there. But only two of those seven games were at home. Uh, they have had a lot of away games lately. They beat Everton at home and they drew. With Chelsea at home, so that you know not many at home, um, and they have come out with you know points from each of them. Um they haven't lost at home in the Premier League since Leeds beat them back in October, so home form might might play a little bit of a, a party. Uh Wolves a bit of a mixed bag of the last five games, two wins, two losses, one draw. Hard to really know what to make of those results. I mean they beat Southampton, so what? Uh but they beat <laughs> Liverpool 3-0, really good result. Lost to Man City, again, so what. But then they got beat off Bournemouth, which was a bit of a, a poor result, obviously, at the time. Uh, and a draw to Fulham. So it's so really hard to make much of those those fixtures. The last two hit the unders, but the three prior to that went over. So, again, no real trends. Um, the, the one thing I have looked at is the, the, their away form. It's not very good. They've only got two wins on the road all season. Everton and I have got down here yeah, Spurs but I'm sure that's wrong I'm sure it was Southampton um, Everton and Southampton were the two away wins uh, and both of them at a time where their opponents were at the very worst sort of form wise they, they, they played both of them teams right at the, at the very best time so away from home not great uh, we've got three recent games here to look at for these because 3-0 league win at Wolves and in the cup there was a 2-2 draw at Anfield um, and Liverpool won the replay 1-0 so they've played each other quite a lot since the new year um, I think the Liverpool form line at home is good enough here for me. I think they'll get the win. I think minus 200 one to two is a fair price. I'm not I'm not going to go that low for my pick. Um, but if I'm putting any on any parlays or anything midweek, then then one to two Liverpool I think is a fair price for at Field here. Um, I'm going to push it just a little bit on the Asian line. Asian handicap minus one is at four to five, minus one twenty five. Uh, that's the pick for me. I take Liverpool not with any confidence of them getting a batter a hammer in, but I think they'll, they'll, they'll win the game and hopefully they can push on and get a second for, for this bet.
0: Okay. Um, I'll tell you what, there's no chance I'm backing Liverpool, bars under any circumstances. I mean, just said, this is a team that have won two out of seven. We've just seen them in the last week get humped at home, 5-2, and then draw with Crystal Palace. Like, and you want me to back them at minus 200? I'm just, I'm not having it. They, all got, we,
1: they, got, we, they got humped off the of European champions, though. It, there's a bit of a difference. does matter. In a Wolves team who can't get, win, well, win, right? well, get win. Lose,
0: lose to one to Real Madrid, then go we'll get humped 5 2. From 2 nil up. Yeah, absolutely bollocks. Uh,
1: I'm not big on Liverpool
0: either, but i am told Wolves
1: are. All right, all well, great. what about the nil 0
0: nil, nil with Palace then? Or well, three nil away at Wolves. I exactly. Yeah, I'm not having a go at you. I'm having a go at them. Um, I and we call, I mean, we both we both called them out last week as well. There was a lot of hype, like oh, the, the, you know Liverpool. You said it's a Liverpooler back my back. You should you should have killed us while we had the chance. I mean, they the beat Everton two 0 and then went and got humped off everyone since. Um, Wolves. I think uh, I know you've pointed out some of their uh, shortcomings. Uh, this season but that was a different Wolves team again the managerial change he has got them doing everything better they were excellent at Fulham um, on Friday night I think they were lucky not to win um, we backed the draw part of the handicap was that they don't win um, so it, sh- it didn't come as a surprise um, and as I've been doing in the last couple of weeks Baz, if there's something worked for me I don't want to get away from it Wolves to me are playing well, they passed the eye test. The results have been okay. Um, I don't think they're going to win because they're not winning games, but I'll take the draw again. I can see them holding can like, Liverpool to a 1 1. I don't see Liverpool scoring many goals. Uh, in the way Wolves are playing, they can get one. Uh, they've got some new players that they're organized. I thought they were great on um on Friday night, so yeah, I'll take the draw again, uh, which is at a price of 15 to 4 um, plus 375. Okay, um. We're going to drop down into the FA Cup. Now, I don't know, uh, or we don't know, Baz, which games we've kind of chosen here because, again, this is weird. all the FA... Very rarely, in fact, I can't even remember having a full round of FA Cup games midweek. So this is the fifth round, which means there are eight games, 16 teams left in the FA Cup this season. Um, and But as, as Baz just said, the, the calendar is very busy with... Uh, we had the World Cup. We had the Queen dying, which meant we lost a lot of games. Uh, we lost at least one round of fixtures. So they've got to fit them all in. So the FA Cup is being played this midweek. There's four games on Tuesday. There's four games on Wednesday. Uh, so we're not going through them all. I picked two, although one of them's a bit of a cutout because one of them's a five-second handicap. Um, and I think you've got a couple as well, Baz. So I've got, I'll start with my five-second handicap. Baz, can you guess what it is? No. Bristol City Manchester City what's the pick And yeah my bullet seems to score is the correct answer that's it I didn't even look at it that's all you got to do Baz um it picks itself at this point um Bristol City uh uh, this game, they're 12-1 at home. Uh, Manchester City are minus 500, 5-1 five on. Uh, but the both teams to score is uh, minus one hundred five, so it's just under even money, 18-19. to 19. It's a system play. I think that's what the pros call it. I've written down, it's a system play, Vaz. We've got a system... Yeah, I
1: mean, they'll, they'll probably have Ortega in goal, who's shit, won't they? Um, yes, good point, they've, yeah. They've got a few injuries at the moment, so you'd imagine they'll, they'll make a few changes, bring a few kids in and stuff. So there's every chance... Uh, Bristol City have
0: scored in each of the last eight games that's as far as I went back because I didn't want to give this an awful lot more thought I was happy once I'd seen they'd done that I was more than happy to stick this in so uh, system play both teams to score that uh, Tuesday night 8 o'clock UK time 3pm Eastern time kick off that one um, Baz, what have you looked at? Give us your first run.
1: Um, yeah, so again, I've I've took one Tuesday and one Wednesday night game. I went with Stoke v Brighton here. Ooh, Stoke are beautiful. six to one plus six hundred. The draws at seven to two plus three fifty, and Brighton at two to five, minus two fifty. Stoke are in mixed form in in the Championship. Three losses, two wins, and a draw in the last six. Each of the three win, each of those three defeats was a one nil defeat. The draw was a nil nil. And they've only conceded four goals in those last six games in total. They've also failed to score in four of those last six games, though. Um, so, really good leans towards the unders there. And then we talk for weeks now about Brighton's wastefulness in front of goal. Mm-hmm. I suspect Brighton will make a few changes here, um, and if still going to have a chance, I think they'll they'll be pinning their hopes on on sort of defensive display, keeping it tight, um, you know, to give themselves a chance of progressing or at least getting a. A replay out of this. Um I, I think Brighton should have enough to to say off Stoke, but the price is, is prohibitive. I couldn't be back in the mid two to five in an FA Cup game midweek. Um I think the value here's probably on the unders. Um, I've talked about the goals and Stoke games being low, and Brighton Unders has hit three in a row now. Um just you know, following a period where they were hitting the overs every week and on and on and on that run. Um three in a row to the unders now and I say they'll, they'll they'll probably make a few changes. It's plus money eleven to ten for under two point five. No, uh, so that's the pick for me in this one. Eleven to ten under two point five in the Stoke v Brighton game.
0: Yeah, the the Stoke are Stoke City are famously and historically um, and accurately, might I add, um, a horrible horrible football team to to play against. Uh, it's probably to play for actually for that matter to watch particularly. Um, whenever there's a, this kind of a famous quote, when if a, if a new team gets a new sign in or a team, they always say, yeah, but can he do it away at Stoke on a Tuesday night? Um, just because it's a horrible place to go. It's kind of a test of your mettle um, as, a, as a person or a team, whether you're able to go to somewhere like Stoke, which is just cold, miserable, ugly. No, if I mean, if there's any Stoke fans listening, you know, good evening. I uh, hope you're having a little bit of time. in um, one of my mates Johnny Big Shades is a Stoke fan and he said he'd been having a bit of a bad time he hadn't been very well so he was at going to the match last weekend to watch Stoke he said I'm going to the Stoke match to cheer myself up Nil-nil draw must be that nil-nil draw which was impressive. Preston or someone to do nil-nil nil with yeah. I mean no one's ever beaten a Stoke City so they need to cheer themselves up um, so just instinct tells me, Baz, that that's under two and a half goals. Like, yeah, um, I mean,
1: I said it before, unders are doing all right for me. I, I hate backing unders in anything. Yes. Whether it's yeah. football, whether it's, you know, prop bets in the NFL or, or NFL unders, you, I just want a positive bet I want a bet I can cheer on things to happen not things not to happen do you know what I mean I think it's a natural absolutely bet for anyone yeah. a bet. You, you, you want to cheer things to happen rather than things not happening um, but I, I picked three unders players at the weekend and all three of them come in so yeah. um got you know where, where the where the sort of figures and, and the stats point towards it, you, you've got to roll with it and uh, yeah, see how we go as I say, always a bit unpredictable these these FA Cup games, you, you never know quite what you're going to get uh, but yeah, that's where I'm starting on a the Tuesday There is
0: um, Life's Too Short, the Back of the Unders uh, t-shirt in the SGP on Merge Store Baz, uh, if you want to get yourself one of them or indeed any of the other listeners Um OK, so Wednesday night then um Again, trying to pick up the interesting games here where you've got potential banana skins for the bigger team. So I've gone to a 7.55, 2.55-1 uh, kick-off between Sheffield United and Tottenham Hotspur. Sheffield United are 7-2, plus 3.50. The draw is 13-5, to 5 and Spurs are 4-5, minus one twenty-five. Uh, Sheffield United are second in the championship, the second tier, and... Uh, and they look set for automatic promotion. They've got a nice cushion over the third-place team. Uh, you probably uh, remember them from the the last round against Wrexham where they played a couple of mad games, uh, g- games that were on telly, games that we talked about a lot on the Discord channel. Uh, there was a, quite a big American influence with the two fellas I never remember, Rob McElhinney and the, and the other fella. Um, and a three-all draw at Wrexham. Then Sheffield United... In another seesaw game, uh, won the game late doors. In fact, you cashed a bet, Baz, with two 97 million goals or something, didn't you? Um, so they actually they've had a little wobble recently in the league, they had a two game wobble, but beat Watford at the weekend. They had a good win against Watford. Watford are a good side. Um, they're good at home, really good at home. Bramwell Lane, uh, difficult place to go to. They've won 11 if the 17 games they've played, that championship is such a competitive league as well. Uh, One, eleven drawn three and lost three of those 17 games. Uh, Spurs, I mean, they have still really hard to evaluate. We got them right at the weekend, but that was more, for me, that was a fate of Chelsea. I wasn't backing Spurs. I would have taken any team. And I think I have taken any team uh, to, to, to beat Chelsea over the last few weeks. Um, so Spurs, really hard to evaluate. evaluate. Um And they have been really busy lately, Tottenham. They're they're still in Europe. They were away at Milan last week. They'll have the second leg of that to come. Um, They're back into fourth in the table. Newcastle's um, recent woes have allowed Tottenham uh, to get back into fourth. So they've got the Champions League um, in their grips as well. They've only won five of 12 games on the road, Tottenham. Now, the safest player here, Baz, and this is boring. It's It's a bit chalky for me. This is about as chalky as I've given out. I think the both teams to score um, is a great play. I think Sheffield United are going to be more than competitive at all. Um, but Tottenham will, if they don't start the big guns, um, they'll certainly bring them on if they're getting beat Kane. So, Richarlison will probably start. Um, so, it's boring, uh, and I'm not going to uh, win any prizes, but the both teams to score by, I say, 7-10. Um, I know you're happy giving out prices out there all the time, do but bother you. 142. Uh, but, but, but BTTS for me, Buzz.
1: Yeah, not bad. Don't mind that one at all. Uh, Wednesday night, I've went with the Manu v West Ham game. I'm um, in I mean Manu, Manu form at the moment. Ten, 10 without defeat now. And just one defeat in the last 19. Took the prices out, Buzz. Took oh, the prices yeah. out. Manu's uh, 8 to 13, minus 162. The draws at 3 to 1, plus 300. Uh, and 92 for West Ham plus 450. Um, so yeah, just one defeat in 19 for Man United, and the home form is, is ridiculous. 14 wins and a draw in the last 15 games um, at home. Leeds are the only team to come away with anything in recent times from Man United with a 2-2 draw not all that long ago. Um, West Ham finally found the goals at the weekend, didn't they? They haven't looked like scoring hatfuls against anyone for a long time, um, as you say. A game that was certainly looking great for my overs, but suddenly unravelled in a very short spell, you know, 20 minutes from the end. Um, The Unders had hit seven in a row in the West Ham games before that. Um, So, yeah, it didn't come from nowhere, that one. Um, It's been a busy schedule for Man United, hasn't it? The AFL Cup final coming straight after the Barcelona games, you know, two really tough games against Barcelona. Um, it's it's literally midweek weekend every week for them at the moment um, and, and no sign of that coming to an end so they must surely make a few changes got to be um, you know a few of those who played Sunday not not involved on Wednesday or, or at least on the bench but I think such as the confidence they've got at the moment and the momentum they've got at the moment I think they'll still get the job done here whoever they, they start Got a taste for getting back in the trophies again at the weekend, and they'll they'll fancy their chances and things like the FA Cup and even the Europa League now haven't seen off Barcelona. They'll they'll think they can go on and win win more trophies this season. Opportunities there. Um so as I say, I think changes are being made, but I think I can see the lineup strong enough to say off West Ham here. It's 8-13. to 13, Um, a bit short, so I'm, I'm I'm not going down that route. I'm going to tag on Someone next, I think West Ham could score um, I've got here, yeah, I, I reckon we'll see changes at the back a big party yesterday, I mean Varane and Martinez didn't really give us a sniff did they no. um, and I think certainly Maguire will probably come in um, and we'll probably see a few a few of that changes at the back tomorrow um, and it's only two clean sheets in the last six at home for Man United, Leeds managed to score, Palace scored there Man City scored, even Redden in the last round of the cup scored uh, against Man United, so I'm going to tag on the overs. I think Man United will win, but I'm going to take over two. Uh, the, the over 2.5 with that pushes it out to six to four plus 150. It covers us on a you know this, you know if Manu do go and win comfortably three 0 or anything. like that. But I, I can see it sort of two one or something on the cards here. I think West Ham will get a goal, but Manu's home form is so good they'll find a way of winning. Uh, you know, similar to Spurs, whether they need to bring on a few a few of the. You know, players who do get a rest towards the end, um, they'll, they'll do so if necessary. But uh, yeah, they're, it's hard to fade Man United at the moment in the form they're in. They, you know, they have got that momentum and the belief back now. Um, I've sort of talked them down a little bit until very recently about how how poor the, the sort of schedule had been for them. They'd, they'd had a really, really favourable run of lots of home games, lots of lower, league, lower half of the table teams, which is where they were getting all those wins from. But They've Sort of proved it more recently, haven't they? Against Man City, Newcastle, Barcelona, you know, bigger games coming along and they're still getting the results. So, you've got, you've got to take them, um, to be back to their best at the moment. Um, yeah, over 2.5, it's over 2.5 with Manu to win six to four for me.
0: Yeah, as much as, um, like I say, Manchester you know, it can i have had them pegged as kind of no more than average, I think. What struck me watching them first-hand yesterday was that there was three or four players who were just that little bit better. Um, we've probably got one in that category in, in our Bruno, but I thought Fernandes, the two you mentioned, Varane and Martinez, um, and who's the other one I'm thinking Casemiro. of? Casemiro. Casemiro, yeah. Um, yeah. They just stood out as... you get And you sat and watch them live, and you know, like, I'm not that one-eyed, yeah. as much as been yeah. sitting here miserable, I don't want to talk about it. I'm not one-eyed enough to think... To watch that game and not realise how good at football they are like um I t- I'll tell you what we haven't mentioned just quick yet about yesterday I thought Rashford was the worst player on the pitch by as far as a farm ball he could throw an apple he was absolutely cackpass
1: he did nothing yeah I agree. Like, I mean there was a few contenders you know that Veghorst how was he oh, wow. a, how does he get a start <laughs> in this team he's absolutely <laughs> shite yeah he's
0: shite
1: that one for me it's Anthony, he's not worth a penny they paid for him. Like, he's just all. He did, show he tied like, Dad
0: Burn up in nuts twice, made a no, no, follow. What, what did
1: he get out of it? No, there's no kicked no off Julian. Nothing. both. It's times. just all show and no f- substance. Like for the sake of tricks and. and it it's looks like fancy. me, bad. But but what does he produce? He doesn't. I, I just don't see him doing anything meaningful <laughs> other than some fancy stuff that people might get excited. I did, honestly seventy million by him and. And I think it goes up, doesn't it? Probably even more by the end. of. I'm not sold on him at all. Like, um, I mean, I'm sure Man United love to watch him in the way. A lot of people like San Maximan for Newcastle. But again, just don't see any where it, where it gets them. He frustrates the hell. I mean and He's an annoying cunt as well, isn't he? But um, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I agree. Enough, I didn't tonight, game, didn't he didn't but, but as I say, yeah. We talked
0: about it. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, we were determined, determined not to be, be petty about this. Um, so I couldn't find an AKFBAZ. I couldn't find a parlay at all. I have got an underdog. And I'm going back to that game that I just handicapped. I gave out the ball team to score. But I think Sheffield United are very, very live uh, at 72 uh, plus 350. They're a good side. And it's going to be relatively fine margins. There's not an awful lot of difference between the top of the championship. And the bottom half of the Premier League teams, we've seen Tottenham go to Leicester and get home recently. And they are unreliable. Um, and if Tottenham make just enough changes, a couple of changes, and Sheffield United won't, I think they've got the, the cushion, they've got is big enough. So Sheffield United, for me, are very live. And I'm sure there was one other one. I actually looked at Blackburn as well um, on Tuesday night. Yeah,
1: I'm looking down the fixtures there because I didn't pick an underdog. I thought let's have a have a quick look here. Um, and the only other one I think you could really pick out and say, eh, that could go would would be the Blackburn one. Um, they've got Leicester. Yeah, that's right. Leicester without Madison. You'd know, imagine if Madison was injured at the weekend, I can't see they're going to risk him this they week. W- yeah, totally back. agree. Um, so yeah, I mean we're a Blackburn in the league at the moment. They're they're, they're riding high, you know, pushing uh, fourth at the they've moment. They've got a little bit about them, Blackburn. Um,
0: the Chilean lad who's about as Chilean as me and you, um, Ben, ben yeah. Brereton Diaz. Um, he stuck Diaz on the end of his
1: name, and all of a sudden he's Chilean. Um He plays well, and yeah, they've got some good players. They're unbeaten at nine as well, Blackburn. You know, they've got they've won the last three on the bounce. Um, Five, five six consecutive draws before that. Um, so yeah, I hadn't picked out an underdog, but they're seven to one plus 700 Blackburn. Definitely worth a look, or even possibly on the double chance market for them to, to win or draw. Might be, um, is that right? Are they plus 700? I've imagined that, they yeah. Are, no, uh, you're right. Yeah, they are seven, uh, seven to one. That That's that's worth a go. That definitely, absolutely.
0: Um, and I picked a goal score out, which is again, you, um, you. I've covered bars, which was Manchester United West Ham. You said you think that West Ham can score. I agree with you. And I thought Jared Bowen. Um, he was highlighted on Match of the Day on Saturday night. Um, had a really good game for West Ham. He's in good form. Um, he's ten to one to score first and fifteen to four. Um, plus three seventy five to score at any time. Um, and I, just, I think West Ham alive in that game and uh, the, the, they'll create some chances and Jared Bowen should be at the sharp end of those. So yeah, uh, ten yeah, to one, uh, first goal and fifteen to four. That.
1: You got a score of us? I didn't pick one out this week. It mainly it's it's a uncertainty around lineups, isn't it, around the FA Cup. Yeah, absolutely, it. yeah. Um so I didn't go with it. And similarly, Liverpool is are still doubting, You don't know if Darwin's gonna be back. Um you know, Jota came in last week, it might be Firmino's turn this week. Just a little bit of uncertainty. So I didn't pick out a scorer this week, but I don't mind Bowen. Uh, as I say, I think they will score, he will be on penalties for them. Um decent price at close to four to one anytime, don't mind that at all. Um, okay, so ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all picks are made. Um,
0: I've got nothing else to tell everybody. I think I've covered my miserable weekend. Um bars,
1: anything before we go? I've I've got a little bit more weekend weekend stuff. Like I, I didn't want okay. to climb it all in at the beginning. Is it so is it lifestyle? Is, yeah, it's lifestyle. Uh, I mean if oh, it's lifestyle. Say it, anyone must here purely for the picks. Now's the time to switch off. If you want to hear about my my um don't tell people to switch off. Night moaning and whinging, then then, then stay tuned. First things first, I said I was emotionally and physically drained at the beginning. A lot of that is down to people making me walk lots of miles all weekend. You did walk a long way. Now, I'm a big lad, right? I'm not cut out for lots of walking, lots of physical activity. But, um, I mean, if I go to somewhere like London, I I'd, I'd, I'd get the tube everywhere. I get the bus everywhere. But I was down with a couple of, you know, a couple of friends, Greg and Belly locals who are happy to walk everywhere so they say i'll oh, we'll just walk it's 10 minutes it's not 10 minutes it's 25 minutes oh we'll walk it'll be 20 minutes it's not it's 30 they underestimate everything i checked me uh i got up sunday morning my feet were f- killing um i wore the wrong shoes as well i've got some really good comfortable walking trainers which i should have worn but i didn't wear them um, and suffered as a consequence got up sunday morning checked my steps for the day yes on the Saturday, I'd done. A, Good few uh, Said I'd walked six and a half miles. That's a lot for me. Like, uh, so I thought, hey, I need a, I need an easier day Sunday. I, I said to you, I'm going to check what I did Sunday. Look, I walked another eight miles on Sunday. So absolutely wrecked My feet are killing today. I'm not used to being on my feet. So even when I wasn't walking, I was mainly stood up as well. Like uh, and there's a lot of weight on my feet. So uh, that that was a that was a downside. The next thing to moan about is the hotel. And I hope Greg's listening because Greg <laughs> this hotel. I um I only made a last minute decision to go down to London. I was sort of pretty sure I was going to, but I was still humming and whoring about whether I would or not. Thursday night, Greg says. I've got a spare room, uh, a spare bed in a twin room. If you come down, you're welcome to stay. Um, that was it. So yeah, I'll take that. Um, a little while later, he said, "Oh, just to warn you, it is shared facilities. There's no no ensuite." I say, like, "Fucking hell, it's a bit uh, bit old school in it." But yeah, no problem. That's fine. Didn't tell us oh, the name wow. of the hotel or anything. Until I arrived on the Sunday, Saturday, I'm getting the train down, he tells us where the hotel is. So i Google it to see where it is. And the first thing you see is Google reviews, 2.1 oh, no. stars out of five. Uh, that's, <laughs> that, that is low, isn't it? That is really low. Um, Honestly, this room, it was like a prison cell. Like it, The only thing that made it not like a prison was the fact it wasn't bunk beds. If they'd put the beds on top of each other... I think there's probably nicer prison cells around the UK than this place. Like shared facilities, so we had a little corridor with one toilet, one shower for the seven rooms on the floor. Um, they had a radiator on, full pelt, couldn't turn it off. It was just on the whole weekend. Um, and you couldn't turn it down, so it was literally sweltering for the two days. Uh, it was an absolute hobble. No lift. We were on the third floor, of the tiniest, narrow, steepest staircase you've ever had. Well, again, doesn't mean no good. After walking six miles through the day, I don't want to be climbing three flights of stairs as well. So, uh, yeah, Greg absolutely nailed this hotel. Fucking horrible. Worst place I've ever stayed. Even Greg. Oh, did he, uh, did he have any, did he explain himself? Did he have anything to say? He said there was shortage of options. He found the cheapest place he could get. That was central. He said it was location. He, to be fair, it was a good central location, although not central enough to avoid me walking 15 miles over the weekend. Yeah, But um, it was not a reasonably good location. I mean, from the outside, you look at this place. It's probably a building that, given its location in London, is probably worth many millions of pounds. You yeah. walk inside, and it's like a fucking time warp. Like it was absolutely horrible. Like we've stayed. You, you remember the Toby's Tavern in Worcester? Oh my god! Yeah, I had a, I it I had a he-man, it a he-man bedspread, didn't I? Yeah, I reckon. Uh, I reckon it was worse than Toby's Tavern. This place. Like, Woo-hoo! Uh, Aye, shocking, shocking. But uh, the only other thing I was going to mention, because it it, it made me laugh, it made me think of you, because remember after Super Bowl, we did a show, and I was constantly swearing, and you said you all hungover. Yeah. Because you're swearing more. Well, we were sat, it was Sunday morning, went for breakfast, found a lovely (laughs) little place nearby. Uh, Needless to say, our hotel doesn't provide breakfast, wasn't uh, that sort of a We went out, found breakfast, and I'm sat there, just talking away, and Greg went, you can tell you're hungover because you just uh, every other word <laughs> and, and he proceeded to point out that there's like a family behind us with, with two kids or something like that. <laughs> and it was basically a word of me up to say can't, can't, yeah. man, there's, there's kids around but I didn't notice I did it like uh, but it made me chuckle because I remember you saying the same after Super Bowl when I was twice in two weeks pass. Um, but yeah it was like you can tell you're hungover because every other word is a f- f-ing and f-ing. so yeah I caught, caught again.
0: <laughs> well, you have dropped the C-bomb twice in tonight's episode, Bars, which yeah, is not yeah. as well. Okay, I'm struggling, yeah. I'm struggling. A He's bit struggling
1: anyway. He oh, so... yeah, there's obviously <sighs> a, definite, a definite trend there. Um, I mean, in, in Greg's defence,
0: uh, I will say, Baz, I have shared a room with you on a couple of occasions, and it's a little bit like being on safari. I would say it's like, <laughs> it's, like it's like sleeping in the zoo because there's some noises come out of you, Baz, that uh, I've never heard. <laughs> like
1: it's, uh, it's like what the hell was that? <laughs> yeah, that was mentioned. On, uh, was it? Morning. Yeah. I made some, I made some noise, and Greg's like, "Fuck me, Barry!" I think you need to pick your pants there, like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, people pay. Kieran, people you know, pay like three thousand pounds for a night in the in the Kenyan wilderness. They could just come round to yours, pass and have the same experience. It's, like
1: it's, it's, you're not the only one who have mentioned it. I mean, Kieran stayed with me a few. You know, Kieran. He's he's shared yeah. he a room with me a few times on. London trips and uh, and recently when we went away at <laughs> uh, and he's the same just says you know, I've never heard noises like it. uh, whether it's snoring bourbon farting and all, of it, all yeah. of it when I when I had oh. a drink it, in particular just uh, I, well, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to say it on me so fairly no. the Greg for putting his hand up and saying yeah Barry you can stay here um, but I uh, what a hovel.
0: We'll all send our uh, thoughts and prayers to Mrs. Penaluna at this time, who has to put up with that every night as well. Uh, lucky lady. Oh, well, that's you've kind of perked me up, Baz, a little bit. I'm uh, talking. He's slowly coming down off the ledge from the weekend, and that's made me laugh, so I uh, appreciate that. Um, thank you. Uh, hopefully we will picked some winners. Um, it's been a good, solid hour of fun. Um, so, yeah, football tomorrow, football Wednesday, and then Ming and, and Baz will be back on Thursday uh, with... Premier League action over the weekend. Um, we all done, Baz? You're done? Yeah, all done. Done. Thanks, everybody. Usual places, Discord channel, website, app, leave your reviews, all that sort of malarkey. Um, yeah, we'll be back on Thursday. Good luck with all your bets. Um, until then, we will see you down the road. Cheers.